0: Hi there, how are you? I hope you are having an amazing day or evening, depending, of course, when you are here. Today, we are going to be talking about whether or not we live in a world or culture of, is it really all about who you know? So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related, and I really just tell you how it is. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in human resources, which is what I have have my master's degree in and my passion really is having interesting meaningful engaging conversations and sharing my knowledge so here we are this is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language let's get into it here. Today, we're going to be talking about, you know, whether or not we live in a world where it's just about who we know. And we've all heard the saying, right? It's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And I thought about it. I'm like, is that really true? Does our career success rest solely on who we know? What if we don't know anyone? What do you do at that point? How do you break into these amazing opportunities? And how do we thrive in our careers when we don't have those inside connections? Well, let's explore this a little bit. Who do you know? Does it matter? Here's the thing. I used to think it didn't matter. I grew up in a very blue collar, very poor household and family. And Not really any connections to corporate America, so I worked my ass off, I built a kick-ass resume, I got my foot into the door into the corporate world, I did really great work, and I built up a solid reputation so for a little bit of background so when I was in school I worked in both retail and the restaurant industry after I graduated I worked in retail leadership um, when I was in grad school I had an account manager role in like a corporate office and then I moved into agency recruiting um, and then once I graduated I moved into corporate recruiting roles and I've been in the mix of both full-time and contracting positions from the corporate recruiter side and overall Over time, you can build your reputation with really great work. You know, you get that first amazing opportunity, you build those relationships, you perform really well, you exceed expectations. And you make sure that people can really count on you to get the job done. You know, once you are kind of a master or an expert or performing really well at what it is you do, you can start to help others as well and really be someone that people feel comfortable talking to you, whether that be something that's confidential or you just being, you know, a human to your colleagues. Because I feel like sometimes when we're at work, it can be sometimes feel a little bit robotic and... It's always okay to be a human at work, right? (laughs) You know, of course we want to keep it professional, but you can have fun too. When you start your first job, I have six pointers for you to start building up that reputation. Perform well, exceed your goals. Three, ask your manager what their goals are and then help them get there. Number four is volunteer for extra projects. Number five is help solve business problems. And number six, help your team reach their goals as well. And then when you have done really, really well in your current job and you've built up some great experience and you're ready to move on to that next opportunity, when you're ready to leave, make sure you leave on really great terms. So give a longer than normal notice, offer to help You know, train your replacement, ask what you can do to make the transition as seamless as possible. You know, make it clear you want to keep in touch. Ask if needed, can you use your current leader as a reference? If your leader was super awesome, you know, leave them a recommendation on LinkedIn. Also, just kind of like as a side note, I would do that for some of your really awesome colleagues as well. Honestly, recruiters don't look at it too much. However, you know, you may apply to 50 jobs and maybe. Maybe one recruiter is going to look at your LinkedIn recommendations. Um, maybe it's probably more than that, but <laughs> it's not everyone. Cause I know personally I don't do it and it's not even because I am not interested. It's, simply a time factor. Typically, when you're a contractor, which is what I'm doing now, you come in when there's a serious need. So, it's not just someone left or there's usually some sort of backlog or new project going on that just leaves you very, very busy. So, then... When you transition and start that new job right so maybe this is your second job or your third job I, I would do this in all your jobs but figure out number one what's the vision number two why were you hired right was there a problem is there growth any sort of insights you can get on why the job you have was filled can help you contribute that much more Number three, figuring out and establishing what are your personal goals. Number four, what expectations does your manager have of you? And number five is schedule or request regular check-ins or one-on-ones with your manager. Um, And during that time, figure out what are you doing well? What do you need to work on? Ask for general feedback. Of course, it's going to be like your day-to-day, right? Anything you need help with, questions, updates, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But also (laughs) make sure to include what are you doing? well, what do you need to work on and feedback? I can't stress enough how important feedback is because there usually is something that you need to work on or something that you can do slightly different to really accelerate and push your performance like over the top. And we don't always know what that is. And if we don't ask, we probably won't find out in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> Right. And then that whole process, rinse and repeat, perform well, exceed your goals, help your team achieve their goals, volunteer for extra projects notice what isn't working and fix it, right? So solving those business problems, building up rapport and relationships with your team and those cross-functional teams, and really be someone who others trust. Be the person people can depend on. So over time, you're going to build your network and your connections by doing all of those things. And of course, you have to be like a decent human, right? You have to be someone who is nice and like, Good to work with. And if you do all of those things and you're nice, <laughs> over time, you're going to build out your network and your connections. And you will move on to other jobs. Your colleagues will move on to other jobs or companies. And this could be an opportunity for you. Let's say you're working with a really great colleague. They move to an amazing company. You know, they're there for, you know, three to six months and they realize oh, they need to grow their team. Hey, I'm going to give you a referral right? So this is actually the part where my mind started to shift on. It's not about who I know. I can be really good at what I do and not have a super large network and still be really successful because I will admit, I happily admit this, the last two contract positions I had were direct referrals from people I used to work with that moved on to that company and got me into the door for an interview. So as you start to get into that first, second, third job and you're building up your network and you're doing really good work, your network starts to grow, right? So think of it kind of as a spider web. So over time, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. As long as you're doing your part. So, here are just some general tips on how you can help others in your network as well, especially if you're looking for someone who is currently looking for a job, right? So, one of your colleagues has confided in you that they're going to explore different opportunities. Offer to be a reference for them. Number two, look through your LinkedIn connections. Is there anyone that you could connect them to? If they do good work and you would recommend them, leave them a recommendation on LinkedIn. And number four, if you hear of good jobs, confidentially share it with them. So the last thing you want to do if someone confides in you that they're looking into new opportunities is to kind of blow their cover, so to speak, right? So we don't want to like somehow let other people know. So figure out a way to confidentially share that great position with them. And ultimately, as you help others, they're going to be willing to do the same. And don't be afraid to ask if you have built the relationship and you see that someone moved on to this amazing company and you also happen to see on their career site that they have a super great position, ask them like, hey, do you know who's working on that? Could you find out? Do you think you could give me a recommendation to either the recruiter or the hiring manager? I'd love to learn more. I personally (laughs) struggle, I'm getting a lot better at asking for help or asking for those recommendations or referrals. However, I can tell you the times I've done it, it's really, really paid off and there's no shame in asking for help. I think our society is getting better at understanding that. I also think there's a difference between knowing there's no shame in asking for help and then actually like taking action and doing it, right? (laughs) I feel like some people are just like nodding their heads like, yes, (laughs) you hear me. So that's what I had for you guys today. And to answer the initial question, do we live in a world where it's just who you know? No, I don't believe that You're opportunities and success rest solely on who you know. However, I do think it can land you really great opportunities. So I would recommend doing everything I just shared so you can start to really build your network and build a group of people around you who you trust and they trust you as well. So I hope you guys found that information helpful and valuable. If you have questions that you want me to answer, head over to the description and there's a Google survey and there's a couple questions in there because I would love to learn more about who's listening to the podcast. And there's also a spot where you can put in your questions or put in what sort of topics you want me to cover. So I would love to do that for you guys. As always, thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate it. You can find more information information in this episode show notes over at stephdennis13.com and to learn how we can work together head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information and if you want to help support the podcast you can do so via paypal in the link below or if you're using the anchor app you can do it directly there as well also in that anchor app very cool you can leave me a message so if there's anything you'd like to say um you can do so via voice message now which is pretty cool if you have a minute please leave a rating review for the podcast really helps, or share the podcast uh, with a friend who you think could benefit from this information as well. You can find me on the socials, Facebook and Instagram, uh, for the most part, over at staffdennis 13 We are written, produced, and edited by me, (laughs) yours truly. You guys are so awesome. I hope you have an amazing, fabulous rest of your day.